folks and welcome back to the public announcement podcast and today as many of you might have figured out by the title we are going to be talking about a topic that in my opinion is kind of relevant to the entire climate that we have today we are going to be talking about diets and sustainability my main reason why i'm doing this podcast or this episode is that we have to think about that we eat three meals a day and do we really think about what we eat or what we consume or is it sustainable for the planet as it is This podcast won't provide you a clear-cut answer on what to exactly eat. I am simply trying to raise questions that you may research or you may think about and try to answer yourself. And I am deeply interested in your opinion. So share your comments and thoughts below on our Instagram or Twitter feeds. And be sure to be involved in a discussion. And another disclaimer before starting this entire thing, I would like to say that I'm not going to focus on nutrients and actually healthy stuff. And if this diet is healthy or that diet is healthy, I don't feel like that's my cup of tea and I'm not an expert in that field and I don't feel comfortable talking about these topics. So you will need to research this yourself if that interests you. We have to start paying attention to what we eat because that is a lot of food consumed daily. I don't think the corporations or anybody wants to really speak about this topic because first of all, it's a hard topic and second of all, it doesn't sell well. You either, you can replace these straws and and some like bags at supermarkets, even though not everybody does that and pretend, oh, we're so eco, we're so done with the youth. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really help the situation that much, it just prolongs the problem that is to come and uh, again there is no serious discussion and i would like to raise one you know you've got the vegan screaming that yeah you know veganism is the best diet and we should all go vegan you've got then the people who say oh you know my average daily diet is good as it is and i get all the nutrients and i'm healthy and again we have no definite answer and we need one. The farming today or how the situation looks is that it, by 2050 there will be around more or less 10 billion people living on our planet. The FAO or the Food and Agri- Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, that's quite a lengthy name so I will just refer to them as FAO, they warned that we need to increase the production by 70% by that year 2050 in order to prevent some global malnutrition and even if we are currently dealing with this we still have hungry people at our planet at the exact number of 800 million that is 800 million people who have chronic hunger they either have very minimal or no food intake at all and many people say this is because of bad distribution and you really got to think about that like is it really of bad distribution imagine into our world people these people would come and suddenly you would have maybe i don't know 400 or 800 million more people to feed can you really sustain that i don't really think so and many of the techniques that are used today on most of the fields where you are talking about monocropping or heavy use of fertilizers they have they run the risk of making the fields not fertile in the future. So this is another problem we've got to address. Those are the basic questions. And now let's go to the global problematic and what each side has to say. So you probably heard it that we need to eliminate livestock and become vegans in order to live 
in a symbiosis with the planet. Even though livestock, by a research done by the FAO, is responsible for 14.5 of global greenhouse gas emissions, the scientists or have agreed that we are not ready to make the jump to eliminate livestock out of our lives. And again, even if vegans have some arguments on their side, and I gotta give it to them, their diet is much more sustainable when, it, when we compare it to a traditional Western diet. Veganism is a luxury in most countries. We are talking about people who have both the time and the money to go vegan. And even if we are talking about the people who are in developing countries, right? Those people don't even have a choice to become vegan. Those people really just don't have the money and the resources to be to go vegan because they are happy with what they have currently at the table. There is no really there is no real time to choose like what to eat and and where to buy everything. And even in the developed countries where we do have the choice, the people don't seem to be much convinced with the idea. We are still eating meat. And we are still, you know, eating everything that we shouldn't be eating based on these researches. So not many people are down for the entire vegan idea. And the another problem when I'm talking about the developing countries is that in these countries, people use all methods of farming. In the developed countries, we usually use more controlled environments we use something called pink houses you can research that or these like vertical farming towers where plants rotate and exchange sunlight or something like that and these are all like heavily under scientific um scientific supervision but you don't really have that type of things in developing countries the people still do their farming like they did in 10,000 bc so that's really a bummer because then, well, they do the exact thing I mentioned be uh, before. You know, they use fertilizers and do monocropping. That just harms the entire soil. Another argument that I would have against the vegan diets or generally giving up the animal products, all right? Let's say everybody be becomes vegan or vegetarian or, yeah, vegan, vegan, just vegan. Everybody ve becomes vegan tomorrow, right? You and me, the entire world. Now, what do we exactly do with the animals that are in the meat industry? Do we just kill them all? Because, well, people are saying the animals are taking our resources, right? Even the vegans are saying this. I, I don't quite get them, but whatever. Let's just talk about it. They say they are taking our resources that we could be using for humans, right? Like clean water, like crops. Okay, cool. But once you let, the, uh, let these animals run wild, they're going to do the exact same thing. They are either going to starve to death, which in my opinion is a much worse death than when you would just chop its head off, right? Or they're going to start eating and drinking our crops and our water and the problem I think is just not going to be solved. So everybody who is screaming that veganism is the most sustainable diet, it's not. Because you're not using the resources you have, first of all. Second of all, there is no real solution or at least no real solution proposed, like what to do if everybody becomes vegan. And second of all, the everybody becomes vegan thing is unsustainable in many countries because the people simply don't have the resources to do so. And in the, even in developed countries, right? Let's say you want to become a vegan. Now you have to, when you shop, you have to start checking each and every fucking label. Do you want to do that? I guess some people have the time to do that, but I honestly have much better things to do then check the labels of each food. Now, you might call me arrogant, but I'm just stating the truth. And you gotta state the truth with yourself. 
is that something you've got time for checking every label if this is okay and this is not and if there are some things that I can and cannot eat I mean it's time consuming and even with these entire like plant-based diets and this is not just veganism because this video seems like I'm attacking veganism many of these plant-based diets they don't really include meat and then the people are lacking nutrients and they have to supplement them. So again, is the future pill based? Like we'll just eat pills and not be hungry or something? Because once you've got a diet where you have to take extra pills in order to sustain that diet, I don't think it's very sustainable, neither on the personal nor on the global level. This just again proves my point. There are just so many diets today. You can pick and choose almost any of them. And there will be at least one or two nutriologists saying like, this is the best diet, guys. You definitely should pick this one. There even was an idea of like an all carnivore diet or like an all meat diet. That's complete bullshit. But there was one, right? So people are just are just eating only meat because somebody said so. I, I don't know exactly. I couldn't track the source. But there are people who actually genuinely believe in that bullshit, right? But let's imagine, right? Let's imagine for this... Uh, for just the sake of an argument that we or not we the scientists come up with the perfect diet okay which is far from far from actually happening but let's say they do they write down exactly on the paper like what we need to eat when do we need to eat and what not to eat right again can that diet match with our current state of things when people scream organic farming or like we have to get healthier stuff out of like organic farms again controlled environments are becoming the norm there is no more of that old farmer john having his own ranch and supplying the local village that's not sustainable on a global market and not sustainable with the people well simply these farms are gone you don't have organic foods or anything like that and many people are saying like okay how about we start 3D printing food? I mean that might work, but in my opinion it's kind of kind of expensive. So you might return back to those like small local farms instead they won't be growing things, they will be 3D printing them. That is just bullshit to me. Like that would take a lot of money and resources in my opinion at least. Not that growing the crops actually doesn't, but this just seems like a very far-fetched idea. Even though I know there have been experiments, I don't know if successful or not. I didn't quite get to the bottom of that. Even if we design the perfect diet, can that diet match the actual situation we have? And on the other hand, if the farmers or the or somebody says like this is what we should do in order to feed 10 billion people, is that the healthiest alternative we have? As much as I hate to say it, we cannot satisfy both sides, we have to find a compromise. And this is exactly the point where everybody gets angry. Because the vegan activists, right, they get up and say veganism is the best. You know, the scientists get up and say like, oh wait guys, but it's not like that, we have to see research that. And then like the all carnivore alpha males get up and say, you know, you're not a man if you don't eat meat. And everybody just starts arguing like it always is. And the experts then are just heavily divided. Every nutriologist seems to be saying something else. But when we actually give the work to scientists, there has been a study like this. I'm not saying there has never been a study or nobody's interested in this topic. There has been a study. And that study says that the most sustainable diets are vegetarianism, 
lacto-vegetarianism and ovo-lacto-vegetarianism. And now let's talk about these diets on a personal level. Can we as a humankind follow these? Let's say these are the perfect examples of what we should eat. This is how we should eat in order to be the most sustainable and at the end of the day get the most nutrients, right? The exact precise compromise I was talking about. Can we as a united human race all agree that we will eat these in that exact combination we should? First of all, you're not, not going to persuade all the people. There are always that group of like, don't tread on me, that thing that they, they should be left alone and make the changes to the world. Uh, yeah, I kind of get where they're coming from, but again, in a global scale, this idea doesn't really work. Another factor is, how will you ensure that the people do the diet uh, correctly? Even when you're talking about diets like veganism, which have been around for quite a while, you still, you still don't have a unified opinion on how to exactly do the vegan diet. You need to consult an expert and even that expert might tell you things that might not be the best for you because each of us is very individual. So if we were to shift away from our normal diet, how do we know it's not going to end up killing people at the end of the day? You have to ask these questions again because we are talking about applying it on a global level. And that would pretty much be it. That is all everything I wanted to say. If you think that the this podcast didn't have like a clear-cut conclusion or maybe some like clear-cut structure or goal, I'm saying that yes, it did not have. But these are just some things you have to think about when we are asking the important question of what should we eat daily to be the most sustainable yet not die of malnutrition or not having some enough of whatever right these are the questions we have to ask ourselves and consider when doing diets and i just wanted to raise these questions up because you might be laughing now you might be saying that oh you know this will never happen i don't really nobody will ever dictate me what i'm saying Look at the eco-fascists, look at what they're doing. I think they're pretty strong and if we if we don't let the scientists and experts get to the bottom of this, we soon might be everybody might soon be forced to be vegan only to realize that it's not really the best alternative we have. So yeah, this is this is one thing and the second thing is there are more and more of us every day. And if we don't do a fano snap in like I don't know, 10 years time, which is quite impossible, we will have to start dealing with stuff like this on our daily basis. Because the world is becoming less about us and less about us as a person and more about us as a global citizen. And every decision we make, we have to think on a global scale. That is what this podcast is supposed to express. You starting to think about what you eat on a global scale. And I encourage every single one of you to ask these questions and think. Think and think. Thank you so much for your attention and see you in two weeks.